Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living. Damn. Spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50. Got more cars than did. Oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? This is Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Today, we have an awesome show for you guys. I'm joined by uh, three other humans and then three other additional humans that don't have microphones. And we're all sitting in the room and we're talking about random shit. And that's just what we're going to do today. As always, I'm joined by my host, my co-host. Fuck, I think you just got a raise. I think I did. Holy shit. Yeah. Vaughn, the pastor of disaster, DJ, DJ God, Vaughn, Bon Jovi, Vaughn Diesel, Minister of Mayhem. The Minister of Mayhem. What else? Bon Jovi? Vaughn yeah. Jovi. Oh, Vaughn Jovi? Vaughn Bon Jovi. John Vaughn Jovi. I thought Jovi. you were more of like an NWA guy. Vaughn Halen. What about... Vaughn Halen. What about... Ah, uh, oh, fuck it. I don't know. Anyway, dude. You were speaking about random <clears throat> feces. I was thinking of certain things on the way here, you know, as my <clears throat> drive always provokes deep thoughts. Why... I, I'm going to blow your mind with this question. I'm Why? sure. <laughs> I'm waiting. Before we get into this oh, yeah, mind-blowing yeah. situation okay. that we're about to get into, uh, we also have in the third seat, Sal. There's no cool nicknames for Sal. And then we got Big Jim. There is hey. one, but we can't say it on the air. Oh, really? What is it? Well, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one you had when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. It's offensive wait, now. Wait. Yeah. You can't say... Oh, it's... Oh, I see. Well, I was going to say... Listen, I'm not politically correct. Stuff. I'm 75. Can I say it? No. Okay. Dude, look, man. It, it, his life speaks for itself. I yeah. mean, make uh, it up. What are you going to yeah. do? So anyway, look, here we are. Uh... Four dudes, and we're going to talk about some shit. Yes. What's going on, dude, anyway? Like, well, I haven't seen you in a long time. I know, it's I been a while. I haven't seen you in a whole year, since last year. Oh, I know. It's since 2019. <laughs> no, when I drive to and from Kansas, I have these deep thoughts that go through my mind because I'm driving on the you know open plain, and then I cross into Missouri where all the really smutty billboards are and everything like that, but it makes me think. So here's the question. The heathens in Missouri right, exactly. versus the so, holies in Kansas? Exactly, exactly. Yes. The, so... How do we decide? I'm happy where we are. Well, I'm just, you know, Vaughn, I mean, that's Vaughn's way of politely saying he's better than us. Oh, I, I know. I got it. Hey, listen, we all, I we gotta all take, got I got to take what I can get. But, we all uh, got no, it. But are you ready? Here's my question. This is the deep thought that was going through my mind. Why did we decide to make road signs green? I'm sure there's a reason. It probably has to do with them being reflective, I bet. You think so? Yeah. Like, I mean, does it have to do with color that's, psychology that's, or that's anything? That's your deep thought? Well, don't we well, have, have deep thoughts, Don't we have fact checkers here on the show that are supposed to look this shit up? Google right. that In shit. Some Let's states find they're out. blue, just so you, just so you're aware. You have you're not world. You're not. Uh, no, I you don't think have enough some states. Time. I don't think they're. I don't think they are blue. I think some of them are blue, but I think most the ones on the side that mark the miles are always green. I think Madat wanted wants them to be red. I don't know because he's a commie. Ah, there's there's blue, <laughs> right? There are blue. I'm 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 pretty sure about this. I got a lot of highways. Well, some miles. of them are blue, but I not was, all of them. I was curious, you know, like how do you, what when you're driving 61 miles an hour, there's the rebel you are. I mean, how can you even see right. those signs? Well, it's hard because you know, driving the Honda, it's hard, man. It's hard not. It's hard to go under a hundred. Before that. we went on air, we were asking Vaughn how long it took him. He's like, with my family, it takes me five hours. But if I'm by myself, I can <laughs> knock it down in four and a half. <laughs> what do you do with all Dude, that 61 in, in your gas pedal? He came here last week. And he fucking walks in here and he's smiling real big. 
And it's just me and him. I'm like, dude, what? What? And he's like, I got here in four hours. I know. <laughs> dude, awesome. he was so fucking proud. <laughs> now I got to see if I can well, do that's, it. With I, that I, big I race. I got to see if I can do that with the minivan. With that big race. You can do it in a minivan. You know what's yeah. funny? Do you know what's funny? How... How much of the drive percentage-wise is Missouri versus how long you're in Kansas? Would you say like 70% Missouri? Right, 80-20. Uh, no, it was two hours of Kansas and three hours of Missouri. Okay. So I don't know what that breaks out into. Like on one way. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, so three out of five? Yeah. Okay. And you just made that joke about Missouri and like all the state troopers listen to this show. I know, that's true. That was that's, really fucking stupid, bro. But they, I think people deep down know that I got a lot of love from him. Oh, he's I just fucking think you, back. Listen, back you got to admit. Just we're going to make him a new pressure. name. Come on. It's you got to admit. Vaughn Armstrong. The, yeah. <laughs> you got to admit that the, the stretch between Kansas City and St. Louis on I-70 is just... It's ugly. Uh, really? I, I don't think so, dude. I there's think all sorts of billboards. I think Missouri is one Every other billboard is either a porn store or vaping. And... Missouri. What's wrong with the first one? <laughs> right, right, right. Vaughn, well, did you tell your wife that you saw those porn star things I, I, on the I, on the side? I didn't. I didn't did you tell her? That. That I'll, I'll make sure to tell you. Well, that's why that. I took him four and a half hours this four, time. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he made a stop. Right, what is right. this glory hole thing they talk Boy. about? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, what are we, what are we talking about today? Wait, wait, what's going on? Well, I, I, uh, a lot of good, really deep, deep life changing stuff. Like, uh, first of all, you have often told me that one of your favorite movies is. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what's the name of the actress in that? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Okay, so Margot Robbie is in a new movie where she basically plays... So the movie is a fictionalized version of the story of Fox News where uh, I think Roger Ailes, who was the you know the guy that started Fox News, didn't he get in trouble, I think, for sexual harassment or something like that? Anyway, the the movie that's coming out, it's Bombshell. It's, it stars Margot Robbie, and it's also got uh, Charlize Theron, I believe. That sounds... And, cool yeah yeah i mean so far so good right so it tells the story of this young girl who's uh basically an intern she's from this conservative christian family and it kind of tells the story of how you know she got to start working for this uh fictionalized version of fox news and it's just the unfolding story of all the drama that occurred there but what margot robbie did in preparation for this movie i thought was really interesting she created a fake twitter account and basically she just like infiltrated and participated uh, in this in this subculture on Twitter. This, uh, what she called the evangelical or the Christian, what, how'd she put it? It was the the conservative commentator, you know, kind of the Fox News type of people. Right. So my question for you is, I, I, the first thing, does, does anybody here have a fake social media account? No. No? no? Dude, no. I got too much shit to do to fuck with that. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> okay, so if... If somebody paid you, yeah. So why do you what do you use it for, Madot? Testing. Uh, oh, testing. Well, that, okay, testing so that's social like, media. That's like, okay, that's, so testing social media. Yeah, posts. no one's got like a voyeur account. Okay, right. right. Okay, so but <clears> if somebody paid you a billion dollars, literally, to create a fake Twitter account and just become part of a, a, a subculture that you find interesting, you said billion. Yeah, a billion. Oh, a billion. you stop there. Yes. What are you asking? But so. If, if somebody paid you to infiltrate a subculture in America, just anything, could be the crazy, like, socialists of America, could be, like, I don't know, people who are really into dogs. Like, what subculture would you would you infiltrate? Choose? Yeah. So you got to choose a bad one or a good one? One that just interested you. For like, a billion? You didn't necessarily like them or agree yeah, with but them. I would but do that just, just for like a weekend fucking Dude, project, bro. Listen, you join the CIA. You provide yeah. it for 100 grand. I mean, you're going to pay me for this? Yeah. Okay, so who would it be? 
Fuck, I'd, I'd like. I actually, the one thing that I appreciate about like life in general is, I think they're all interesting. I don't know that I could choose one. I'd want to go figure out. I mean, I, I kind of do that anyway, man. Like yeah, I kind of get in on I got groups of friends. This is how I try to like learn. You know, like I, I look at what other people say, and I, I try to understand why they're saying it and how. Because like a lot of stuff we read, we're automatically like, how the fuck could you? Po-? Like, dude, when I was younger, I was like this. Dude, this person's a fucking moron. How the fuck could you believe that? But as I got older, I started to say to myself, well, there has to be like reasons that they believe this. Right. So then I try, I would, I, what I try to do, and this is a cool thing about the internet that really nobody discusses, but, you know, I try to go in and, uh, and, and kind of see where these beliefs are coming from and why they feel that way. And, uh, I will say nine. I've never like swapped my beliefs because of it. Right. But uh, you know, it starts to. I guess it kind of makes you less mad if you could try to understand where people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's yeah. less frustration. So like I used to be really like a lot of these motherfuckers online with their fucking pitchforks and their torches trying to get everybody. I used to kind of be like that, right? Like if you weren't on my team, fuck you, and that's it. And I don't really feel that way anymore. I feel like there's a lot of different ways to see shit. I do think I see shit in a pretty fucking accurate way. And my life reflects that I see shit in an accurate way by society's standard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but I still try to understand where people are coming from. And I think if everybody did that, dude, it would be a lot fucking more pleasant place to live. Yeah. Well, I think <clears throat> it comes from ignorance, right? I mean, yeah. ignorance is a you speak from ignorance and puts you in a it puts you in a bad spot. So you, how do you combat ignorance? You have to have understanding, and you have to put yourself in their shoes and understand. Well, dude, it. I mean, like if you like, there's still some motherfuckers that say some shit. I'm like, dude, you're fucking way fucking wrong, and you're an idiot, and you should probably not even be on the internet. I right. mean, don't get me wrong. There's just like where it used to be a hundred of those people. Let's just say on a scale of one to a hundred, it was like ninety eight of people like that. Now it's just like. 94. Well, how many people do you really think have fake accounts out there and are, are doing it? Juan, do you know somebody or that's you know good, someone? I mean, honestly, yeah, that's he a knows good someone very intimately. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> looks in the mirror at him every day. Yeah. We, we just fucking named them all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's a good question. What's interesting is that, you know, a lot of cultures, uh, the subcultures in America, they're based on really serious things, you know, like politics or morality or orientation or whatever. But there's a lot of, there's some of them that are just based on things that people are interested in. Would you dudes ever go to like a cosplay convention? I would. A what? A, a cosplay. cosplay. Like, dude, uh, come on. like, like, uh, you know what cosplay is? Dude, where those is. people dress up as comic characters. Oh, a furry? <laughs> Not a furry. Bro. Oh, dude, I, I knew you were going to go there. Story. I knew you were going to go to the fucking furry story. I didn't know I what tell the- you furry story and then we'll get, get back to cosplay. Dude, well, you I'm know sure what the cosplay same is? That's what Alex Zedra does. Gotcha. I'm on it. Where they make similar the costumes category. and they kind of yeah. go, you know. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, isn't it? I mean, I don't want to offend the cosplay people here, but isn't it basically you're just dressing up as your favorite comic Yeah, but book dude, character? like there has to be, to me, I see that's one There's of these. There's a sexual that's fetish. One, that's one of these <laughs> things. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, dude, I learned this. I'm t- really? sorry. No, 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 dude. Look. I'm in trouble. I for sure. Well, that, okay. They don't just go there. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I've seen it. What are you talk, this is what I, I mean. I, I haven't like seen it, seen it, but I've seen it. I n- never knew this existed. Yeah, but I think Wait, you're saying if I want to dress up as Spider Man, I'm a sexual deviant. No, <laughs> dude, that, that's Vaughn's way of saying he dresses up like Spider Man. <laughs> you fucking told your son you're Spider Man a week ago. Well, yeah, but I don't dress up like him. 
I'm not. You, apparently, you used to. He's acting like this. He's he's wanting this to come out of him. Mine is for so, just to so my son thinks I'm badass. All right, yeah, Ron's doing it for his personal. Yeah, how many? How many? I mean, how many little boys dress up as superheroes? That doesn't make them weird. No, or, you know what I'm but saying. But when you're 35, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're okay, going to a that's convention. That's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. Would you go? To a convention, a cosplay convention. I've been to one. Okay, so no, tell well your furry not. story. So I, we're in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't think furries and fucking cosplay is the same thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about the cosplay, but I'm gonna tell you my furry story. Okay. And it was interesting. All right. So I'm pulling, you know, I'm pulling into Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm in a box truck. Okay. This is, this is I was employee one at first form. The, the guys that came yeah. with me, it was Jared, um, Tyler Jackson, Tyler Jackson, yeah, Will Dixon, yeah, and. Uh, it was they all worked for the stores, and so I needed help to go run and and do the show. And we pull in, we got the box truck and a regular truck. You know, we pull in the parking lot, and there are fucking people everywhere, and they're dressed up in costumes, like these big fucking furry hats and gloves and tails dragging across the pavement. And I'm like, what in the fuck is that? <laughs> and so I get out. You know, you unpack all your, you know, you get your bags, you walk, you're walking to the thing and we're staying at this, a pretty sizable hotel in Nashville. It's, I remember it's off Rosa Woods Parkway, but I don't know exactly what the hotel is. That's how my brain is. And I'm checking in and everybody around. You mean Rosa Parks? Rosa Parks. Yeah. It's the exit there in Nashville. It's Rosa Parks. It's right off the highway to the right. And so. was a famous person. I I understand. So, yeah, sorry. I'm trying to tell the story and think (laughs) where I was staying. So. You're checking into the hotel and everybody around you is dressed in these fucking costumes. And I mean, everybody. And you kind of like, it's almost like intimidating. You know, you're like, what is it? You know, like the people behind the counter, they're dressed normally. We're, we're in like polos and khaki shorts. And these, all these motherfuckers are in fucking hats and tails and they're holding hands and they're dancing with each other. And I remember thinking, what in the, so I get to the front desk. I'm like, what in the fuck is like, ma'am, excuse me. Um, what's going on? And she's like, oh, it's a furry convention. You know, like, I'm like, what's a furry, you know? And she's like, well, these are, they're furries. This is what they do. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? This is what they do. Well, they meet up a couple times a year, and they all—they're in character, and they go out together, and they live their lives in their little character thing. And I'm like, "You're fucking kidding me, right?" Like, so all weekend long, you get in the elevator. There's three people. They're in fucking costumes. Then you start finding out when we come back from the show that night. We go in. So this is like the curiosity side of my brain. I hear the the, the furries have had a couple drinks. The furries <laughs> have had drinks, man. <laughs> and then we go down the hallway, and it's a. Doo- you can hear it, you know. So I walk walk down to the ballroom, and I got these kids with me, and you could tell they're nervous as fuck. I'm I don't give a fuck, you know. You should know this by now. I walk down the hallway, man. The lights are going, and here all these people are all drinking, and they're out on that dance floor, man. And you would think every, I mean, they weren't grinding; they were fucking grinding. I mean, that dance floor was <laughs> happening, man. They weren't sixth grade grinding. No, they no, were no. Eighth grade grinding. They were eighth grade. Totally different fucking they had, grinding. Hey, they had the blood flow in the pants, trying I to tuck it, it under the belt. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And, and they were they were to the point where like the blood flow was in the pants. But you, they weren't backing up. No, no, no. Yeah, they were getting getting rubbing it on there. They were getting closer. I got you. All right. And yeah, that's like that's like ninth grade. And I remember, I si- I, dude, I bought a beer. I'll never forget. I remember sitting there. I'm like, this is fucking weird. And I kind of like it. Like, it's fucked up. You so, know what I mean? These <laughs> people are fucked up, but I'm going to sit here and have fun You fucking started looking around for what costume hey, you wanted. Listen, I, I was sitting there thinking like, all right, if I was a furry, which one would I go to? Which one would dude, I dance with? <laughs> dude, and this is how he would come back, too. He'd be like, hey, dude. This is what they all do. This is what everybody's doing now. It's not like, hey, I saw this. It was cool. He comes back. He'd be like, hey, 
Listen, that's what all the big leaguers do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, dude. Sal's like, going to organize the first first form furry. It's going to no, be no. But this is this is one of those things. Like you know, like I don't hate on it. Like I don't think like they're weird, right? To me, they're weird. But it, like, hey, if that's what you're into, like I don't give a fuck. You're not hurting me, you so, know. So, so basically, they act exactly like normal fucking humans. But it allows. I, I think in their head, costumes it, on. It, yeah, I think in their head, it allows them to like maybe block the or the uh, insecurity of interaction. They can be invisible. Yeah, that's invisible. Listen, hey, man. So I point of clarification: Do, do they just enjoy dressing? up as animals? Or, I didn't ask him that. Okay, because, you know, there are some people I was who observing from think the they were born into a human body, but they're really an animal. I'm sure there's some of those yeah. people in there, too. So yeah. if you were to become a furry, which furry would you be? Fuck, man, that was a long time ago. I, I think the weirdest thing was, like, they had all this shit on their hands and, like, on their feet and their tails were dragging. I no, you're talking, like, full-on mascot costumes. Yeah. Yeah, and That's, like, it. their custom deal. Yeah. Like, so they, which one would you be? I mean, I, I, the one that I, that seems to keep coming back in my head is the panda. Like the panda was like. I think you the, would make an excellent panda. I got a body frame for a panda. Yeah, you know? I agree. I'd I think a, a panda is a good choice uh, for you. Vaughn wants to be a wolverine. I'd be a wolverine. You'd be wolverine. Vaughn, you would be like a pink cat. Small but ferocious. What would you be, Dad? Uh, I was thinking about a rabbit. <laughs> what? Yeah, the fuck like a rabbit. <laughs> a rabbit, you know. Is. Yeah, rabbit, <laughs> rabbits are very fragile. Like if they get surprised, they can break a rabbit. Break you know, a rabbit. So, point of clarification: what's uh, what's the difference between? So, cos- cosplay is a copywritten character. So, typically, comic books of that sense, and yeah. then furries are they're original characters. They actually make them up themselves. I so. could see you being like a pink colored dog or something. <laughs> Salmon, like a dog. Yeah, like a peach Salmon. pinkish dog. I, I mean, what would I be? A bear. A bear. Yeah. You don't know what I'm about. A brown bear. bear. I'd be a fucking grizzly bear. Yeah, a brown grizzly. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like some they're they're spending some money on them costumes too. Like you could, you know, I would imagine a fucking mascot, it's not cheap. You know, and these these people, they were done up. Yeah. I honestly, going by cosplay, I, I think that'd be fun. I've never done it, but but I mean, I mean, dude, it's like some. I mean, you got to think, like you, dude. Come on, man, that would be fun as shit. I don't care what I anybody think says. Have you, I, I think you should. Yeah. I don't hate on that, that side your entire of it. company. But, like, go dude, to a cosplay. No, nah, that would be fun, dude. I mean, like, dude, it would be. It but would be. I do look, think it'd be fucking more fun than what we do every other time. I do think though that like this is the interesting thing for all you listeners out there. Like, there, the guy to your right in the cube, he might be a fucking badass furry. You know, he might oh, be a weird motherfucker with a red shit. stapler, but he might be the fucking, he might be the furry fucking master. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's over there hitting oh, his PTS shit. reports. Fuck yeah, he's got them all, man. But on the weekend, he's the fucking king of furries. Dude, he is out, he was the guy on the dance floor. I'm telling you, like, they were, dude, they, they were grinding and like right next to him, one was break dancing. I fucking, I was just like, what in the fuck Dude, is you going know what on? though? I think you're right. I think that people, <clears throat> I think, you know, it kind of shows you, dude, how people really are, man. They put like a fucking... They, when they when they are not afraid of judgment, they actually probably are a lot happier. Well, I know this for a fact. I mean, dude, I, I forget, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but you know, Fred Bird, the St. Louis Cardinals mascot. Yeah. Like I knew, you know, you know him offsite. Yeah, I forget his name. It's not. I don't know. There's two of them, but one main one. And like when you met him, like you go to a wedding and you would sit down and he'd be right next to you, like you calm, quiet, didn't say hi to anybody. Yeah, wouldn't do it. He puts that fucking mascot on. That dude is like on fire. You know what I mean? Like he gets into role, he understands the game, and he plays it, and he does great at it. You know, so yeah. Like, but dude, so- don't you think we do that? Like, don't you think? I think successful people fucking do that all day long. Yeah. Like I- they assume a role depending on what the context right. of what's going on automatically. Like so, to me, like the whole idea of like what I'm saying is, is for example. Like when I do this podcast, I'm of a certain version of me. Yeah, your character, right? When I'm, I'm not a character. I'm just a version of me. Yeah, I understand. <clears throat> when I do MFCEO, I'm a different segment of me. Right. When I'm in a meeting here, I'm 
a different person. And when I'm fucking hanging out with the same motherfuckers outside, I'm a different person. Right. So to me, that makes sense because it's like pulling out a, a different tool for every job. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a Swiss Army knife and it's got all the tools. So, but I, I don't know that most people have that. No, I, I mean, I, I agree. I think, you know, it shows you that fear is a real driver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm saying, do you think most people think of themselves like they're in a role? Like when their mom role, their mom, when they're like, oh, yeah. When they're getting dirty with dad, their dirty role. They should. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's what I think too. But well, what I'm I think a lot of I'm people saying, are afraid- I don't, I feel like people, the reason they can't let go of being comfortable in, in different situations is because they don't realize that it's okay to, utilize different versions of you under different contexts of time. They're afraid of what people think of them. Well, it is interesting. You know? yeah, yeah, but if everybody else is doing it, no one's going to judge you. No, yeah, no, but that's no. kind of the thing. Yeah. Is like, I I, I think, you And know, if someone does judge you and you're doing something and it doesn't hurt anybody, who fucking cares that's anyway? That's my point, is fuck off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, you know, when you really pull back life, when you can start living life, like, dude, if that's what you like to do, it ain't causing no problems, dude, go do it. I, that's dude, why I the, agree. I don't judge that side of it. I you know agree. I mean? Now, if you start infringing on my shit... You know what I mean? That's yeah. a different fucking story. But I get if, it. if that's what turns you on and you're having fun, I, I'm it's not even funny, making dude, fun of it. Because I, I feel that way 100%. I find it interesting that literally anybody in society thinks that the government or anybody should have like any like say in you know people's personal choices about like what they choose to fucking do. No. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I've never understood where, like, there's people out there who are not affected by other people, let's say a gay couple or whatever, something that they're not, or vice versa. Right. Okay? I've never understood why this person over here would fucking feel like they have any right to tell these people what the fuck they can and can't do. That doesn't even make sense to me. Like, where the fuck is your ego and self-importance and, like, narcissism if you think you're that important that you get to fucking dictate other humans' actions, like, it doesn't make sense. Now, I understand we need, like, certain rules. Right, like, basic code. Yeah, yeah, and we need, like, you know, a good economy. But, like, on yeah. the social shit, like, why the fuck is this even talk of in the government in the first place? It doesn't make sense. Other than providing an equal playing field, you know? Yeah. No, that's good. Andrew, um, I got a question that raised in my head when we're talking about this. Do you have any fear to do anything? In, no. in front of people. No, not really. Do you sell? No, but I... I and neither do I. I don't... And, and uh, I could ask it... Uh, well, it depends on what's expected. Like, I just feel like whatever the context is, like, no, I but, like... But you could do it, and you wouldn't... Yeah, yeah you, right. you Look, you would prep yourself and, and not have fear, but be prepared, which is different. Dude, what's the worst that's going to fucking happen? Exactly. They're what's the worst you. that can happen? Dude, you're going to... Do you know how many times I've gone out... I've gone out <laughs> in public and fucking been embarrassed? Like, so much, I don't give a fuck. Well, at I, all, like, and I, I think you, 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 there's a there's a fine line difference to it. like if if you like it and you're afraid to do it. I think this is like a lot of this is the struggle that the internal struggle that a lot of people have. Like, if you like it and it's not harming anybody, like you got to own it and go after it. Like, otherwise you're gonna live your whole life suppressed. You know what I mean? Go try it. Who cares if you, you know what I mean? If, if somebody's judging you in that regard, like fuck off. Yeah, you know, dude. I just think people. I think the lowest. I personally feel that the lowest people, like in the if we're gonna. You know, like the scum of the fucking earth people are the motherfuckers that think they can fucking tell people they can and can't do things in their private life. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. 
Well, they, they can't do it themselves. Yeah, and that's they, right. They need, they need to be guided. They need to be sheep and herded and told what to do. Well, and, they don't and, think, and, dude. It, well, they're, they're used to some other person taking care of them. Yeah. You were touching on something earlier, man, though. I think it's worth teasing out a little bit, which is, like, I think everybody in our culture, we always talk about, oh, take off the mask and let people see who you are. But you're saying, like, but in different in different like contexts, you put on it's not a different mask, but you put on a different uh, uniform depending on what you're doing. And I think people should feel more comfortable doing that. I think they should be say, okay, so today I'm going to be the MFCO. Today I'm going to no, be. No, dude, I think you know this is saying? where people fuck up. Okay, like people fuck up because they don't understand context. They don't understand they're supposed to be this at work, this at home, this with my friends. That, dude, now we have situations where motherfuckers are coming to work and having like emotional breakdowns at work because they feel like they're that's the authentic thing to do. Right. Like what the fuck, bro? Like pull your shit together. This is your work. Right. Right. Save yeah. that shit for your friends and your fucking home and the other place. Like, And try doing that on the battlefield and see how it works. Dude, anywhere. <laughs> it's, this is the fucking problem with society right yeah. now is that we have a bunch of motherfuckers that are seriously too fucking stupid to understand context. When you go to work, you're supposed to be a fucking certain person. When you go home, that's a different role. When you go out in a, a fucking sporting event... That's a different role. When you go in business, that's a different role. All those things make up who you are. Just because you're not all of those things at the fucking everything does not make you inauthentic. Right. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. I think that's why I've always appreciated like the the analogy of sport or like the locker room like to life because you know when you if you are a professional athlete in any way shape or form like the field doesn't give a fuck if you're having a bad day. You know, like mm -hmm. it's the field only respects the fact that you scored or you <laughs> fucking did it. And if they until you like in the coach's role is to find somebody who's fucking executing on that. And if you don't fucking like it, they don't give a fuck. And if right. the world was really if business and world was treated that way, we'd have a lot better place. You know, they don't give a fuck if you having a bad day. They give dude, a fuck about winning. Dude, but that's then in the our role here. Yeah. Now you take the same guy who and dude, we don't get this in our work. I'm saying it I this in my context of being a coach for a lot of other fucking entrepreneurs these guys are dealing with this shit our people our culture i want to be clear because all our guys listen to this and they don't fucking do that shit here it's different so but what i'm saying is is that people don't understand how to operate within the context of whatever it is they're doing they don't get it they think they got do you understand what i'm saying yeah they got to come to office and vet all their shit to the boss or the HR or this. And if they don't fucking listen, it's the fucking company's fault. Right. That's bullshit. Right. You well, know? I think that's the thing, right? Like in a locker room, you know, there's like the stages in a locker room. Locker room's like a sacred place. Like you have that conversation in the locker room. But when you get in a dugout, you don't have that conversation no more. We're playing. Yeah, right. dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to say yeah. a minute ago. We fucking take the same fucking guy who... You know, it's having a rough time outside, dude, and we're fucking... Well, all right, what can we do about that? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like you don't care. It's just not appropriate for the context. Dude, well, some of yeah. the best guys in the locker room, like the... the like the, the They got the rule followers. I mean, it's kind of playing each role, right? You'd have the rule follower who, you know, he's a great teammate. He'd listen. He did everything by the books. He'd go out and he'd compete his fucking ass off, and you're always... Kind of like a... And I'm not... Don't get mad at me here. Kind of like a Vaughn, right? You'd be like, man, fucking Vaughn don't party, you know, blah, 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 blah. We'd get oh, that motherfucker Vaughn in the bar. parties. No, we'd get that motherfucker <laughs> oh, in the bar, oh, and he'd be standing on a son of a bitch, and you're like, all right, yeah. I like I like Steve. Steve that, fucking gets down. Yeah, that's Vaughn. <laughs> but that's playing each role, you know? Like, there's a time and a place. 
you know, hey, if Steve wants to fucking take a shirt off and fucking get in his underwear and sing karaoke, like, fuck, I'm, you know, go yeah, for yeah. it, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? In the locker room, he was a, a role, and field, he's a role, and in the bar, it's a different role. Have fun. Yeah, yeah but do you, dude, do you, I, I don't think people understand that. Well, they're afraid of it, man. I mean, you got to think, like, it's taken you a lot of years to get the confidence where you have to be able to say that and do that and then execute on that, and it's fear of failure, like, fear of what everybody's going to say about you. Dude, but I think the... I think the difference between people who are super high functioning in all areas and people who aren't is what I'm saying. No, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. But it takes time to get there. You know, and I think the message to somebody who's struggling with that is like, hey, man, like, understand the role and then execute on that role and understand that, like, it's okay if you like some fucking shit outside the box, you know? But you know what I feel like I'm hearing from you guys when I'm listening is I'm I'm one aspect of this is I feel like our culture people in our culture have have lost the ability to discern between okay here's when it's appropriate for you to be an individual and here's when it's not when you do have to do what's best for the team or the the business or whatever and I think what happens is we have two extremes we have people coming to work and thinking the whole office revolves around what a, what a personal problems they're having at the time. But then the opposite is we have the the person who has different aspects of themselves that they'd like to express. And I'm not talking about crazy, salacious stuff. I'm just talking about, like, my uh, my buddy Pete. He has always wanted to be involved in the rodeo industry, okay? He he's, he's, hasn't really grown up in it, uh, never, never had an opportunity to be part of it. He decides at 30-some years old, he's like, dude, I want to be part of that industry. But I, in talking to him, I realized that he feels like he has to have some reason like he has to either be invited into it or he has to legitimize it some way and i'm like no you don't have to do that at all you just if that's something you want to do do it and i that's what i feel like dude you're good at andy is you decided after three years four years of doing mfco you're going to do a comedy and social and culture thing and you didn't say oh i need permission or people don't know me like this you just said this is an aspect of my life that i'd like to Express. Listen, and I'm going to do it. This is how I, you know what I'm is, saying? I don't know why this maps in my brain this way, but this is how it maps in my brain. It's kind of like having sex with your wife. At home, <laughs> oh, I know why, but no. No, 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 for real. At home, you have sex. Like sometimes you get, you know, sometimes you get outside the boundaries, but, you know, there's kind of the, the rules to the game, right? But if you go to a badass hotel that's got a fucking glass view all the way in the front, oh, oh, you're getting dirty. That's right. You walk in, you're like, you know what? This is my role. Yeah. My role is like Welcome uh, to on the glass, yeah. on the fuck. So, like, understanding your environment and executing on that I environment, totally. it's a huge thing, right? So, yep. and it's okay. Like, you're, you maybe you don't do that at home. But you do it in a fucking hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it came to my brain. It's the no, best thing I, I can that's know. A great but it, does, it actually makes total sense, which is that you have to feel comfortable. Like context influences us, and and you have to feel comfortable expressing different aspects of yourself based on the context. It makes total sense, and I think again, going back to what we're saying, is that people nowadays well, the problem is don't Mark, understand that there is a context. They're trying to express themselves everywhere they fucking go, right? And then ha- and then they end up feeling like everybody hates it, and it's not that everybody hates it; it's that you're doing it at the wrong fucking time, right? Jesus, act like a normal fucking human, right? Well, I no, think a lot of that spawned from sexuality, right? Yvonne, I want to know, do you express yourself at the hotel with your wife? I want to hear you say it on that microphone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he didn't get, he get the name Vaughn the Impaler That's for nothing. Right. Exactly. Who gave you that name? You? Uh, I, 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 no, I, I think it was a collaboration. <laughs> Disturbingly enough, I think it was probably Andy, but... Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, we were talking it's not about anybody you wrote a book for, is it, Vaughn? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's exactly. right. Well, uh, maybe. Somebody um, told me your name was Vonnie Holmes. Vonnie Holmes? 
<laughs> not Vaughn Jeremy. Uh, Shit, these, the kids listen to this, they don't even know who John Holmes is. I, well, I, that's I, right. I, true confessions, I don't know who John Holmes is. Google oh, it. Lord. Okay. Just is Google this, it. Is this, Google image it. Is this such a Vaughn Jeremy? <laughs> right click, save his desktop. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a grande impaler. What was the dirty looking motherfucker's name? Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, man. Yeah, yeah. We already talked about Vaughn Jeremy. We've already talked about the year. Uh, that was yeah, yeah. I don't know who Ron Jeremy is, but you don't know who John well, Holmes is. I don't is. know. I don't like catalog all the guys. Isn't know? that what? Uh, <laughs> isn't that what uh, Boogie Nights is based off of? I think so. The story of John Holmes. Yeah. You seen Boogie Nights? I have not seen Boogie. It's Nights. a good movie. You should watch it. Yeah. It is. It's for real. It's good. Okay. Madat's over here showing <laughs> us pictures. So. Uh, that's that's so, okay. That's so the Ron Jeremy, buddy. Obviously, you know, I get what you guys are saying when, when it comes to you know. Huge Pe- dicks. Pe- yeah. <laughs> People want to express themselves. Peepees. If it's harmless, let Vaughn, does that make you nervous? Peepees, no, Vaughn. Vaughn, like, oh my God, it's fucking huge dick. <laughs> Peepees, Vaughn. What you all are missing out on. Do you have to release some trauma, bro? Yeah. No. You want to have therapy here? We can do it. Uh, uh, we can. I don't Listen, judge you, don't, you, man. Listen, we don't need I don't have, judge you. It's okay. I, I don't feel judged, and I know it's okay. You need to go on in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we talking? I know about? you release oh, yeah. all that tension at that sixty-one mile an hour speed zone. Sixty-one. I sometimes I go sixty-seven. Ooh, sometimes doggy. even sixty-nine. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. that's my man. Boy. <laughs> uh, they're not gonna let me in church. If you're anymore. not laughing in your car right now, you have no soul. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> no, but uh, so obviously we all get the whole idea of it. You know, if you express yourself, it doesn't hurt anybody. Fine, whatever. But. Uh, I, do you think, though, it's come to the point in our culture where it's almost gotten to be people are so obsessed about, you know, I got to do me and being individuals that it's almost gotten to be like a competition to see who can be weirder. Who, who can oh, be more annoying? yeah. You know? Totally, dude. Because that goes right in with the with the attention thing. Like, dude, people are doing... They do, they're so fucking... See, Zuckerberg's a fucking smart motherfucker. Like, dude, he, he figured out... That the most valuable fucking thing in the world to people is attention. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he figured out how to fucking sell it. I mean, that's genius. But, like, dude, these people, I guarantee, dude, that's exactly what is the, the, the deal is. People have to figure out how to get the likes, man. They got to get the shares. They got to get the comments. Right. Dude, you see fucking people, celebrities doing it. I just saw before we got on the show... Some bullshit tweet some celebrity made about Trump missling that dude over in Iraq, apologizing to the fucking people, the country of Iraq. This motherfucker will kill you and your fucking family and fucking put you on a fucking stake. Like, dude, these people are delusional. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're fucking delusional. Yeah, there's, and, there's actually dude, hard evidence that he was already planning but attacks from oh, multiple Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Countries. It's been going yeah. on for a couple years. And but the, But what I'm saying is... These people do that shit, not even truly believing what the fuck they said. Yeah, just trying to get. They're some, just trying to right. get relevant again. Yeah, right. I mean, dude. I mean, fuck. Look what girls do on Instagram and guys do on Instagram now. Like, fuck. It's hard. Listen, I mean, I, I would consider myself a really secure person. You know, I'm confident in most of the things I do. I can see where people fall into the trap. Like, I, I made a post in regards to Haiti the other day. Like, I spent you know an hour writing the post, and I'm all in it, and it's it gets the least amount of likes I've ever had and I get like emotionally upset like well, dude well, how come that one gets yeah. fucking fucked with and that's then a, a good question I write another post and it gets you know a million likes and you're like well why the fuck is that and you start getting mad at this and I can see where 
people struggle with that, you know? It's like, well, then I got to make my content based on what people like. Well, this like. is why there's so many ass pictures on Instagram. Exactly. Let's be fucking real. Exactly. Like, dude, one Chasing girl- the likes. No, one girl started pulling her swimsuit so far up her ass she could fucking taste it, and then- she figured out that she got a lot of likes, and then she kept doing it. And then other girls noticed that she got a lot of likes. Now all these girls, that's all they post is pictures of their swimsuit pulled up their fucking face. Actually, it's created and, an entire new category of swimsuits. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. It brought like thong, it made thongs fucking like so like dude. Five years ago, people didn't wear thongs to a family pool. Now mm-hmm. it's like all the chicks wear. It. Dude, I can't tell you the last time I didn't see a fall. I know that's what I'm saying, but like, dude, right that's now, my girls, re- my girls are going out one of the 19s fucking 60s fucking. <laughs> They're going suits. They're going out a fucking wetsuit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking three millimeter neoprene, son. But dude, here's the thing. I'm not ripped. Like, dude, you show whatever the fuck you want. I'm not judging you, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of girls out there that don't want to post like that. They want to post who they are and say things they want to say, and they have shit to offer, and they won't do it. Because they're addicted to the fucking likes and shares that people do when they post those pics. Yeah. So, dude, how do we encourage people to to use social media in a way that's like positive and constructive? When when the reality is, bad behavior is rewarded, isn't it? It's not even who says it's bad. Well, what I'm saying is that that goofiness where you're just that Tommy Topper mentality. What I'm saying, the weirder you get, the more attention you get. Like, but oh, I see what you're saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like how do we how do we curb that? When the reality is, even though all of us agree that it's crazy, they're still getting attention. But like, how do we, how do we? Well, break it comes back to money that? too, bro. Like, dude, the people with the most attention get most money in, in social media. It's just the way that it's set up. So then it becomes, you know, a money deal. So now it's not even like be true to self and who I am. Now it's how can I manipulate my product to make the most money, which is yeah. what we have going on, right? Because well, if people could show metrics of this or that, they get paid more money. But I think- yeah, but you've said that with with like girls, I, I'm picking on the girls. But when they they go half naked, that doesn't always translate into monetizing, you know, because they no. have a bunch of they have a bunch of followers. But well, it depends follow- on what they're. You know what it depends on what it depends. It just depends because what if they're uh, an influential. Uh, lesbian who has a lot of female followers. I mean, dude, she's going to sell different products than a, a girl who has mostly men followers, this, that. Right. It, it, but what, what I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with it. I'm explaining how the trends start and then how people get fucking stuck in the trend because they're trying to monetize or be relevant. And so what they end up doing is creating more and more extreme versions of the same thing when in reality, if they just pivoted a little bit into something just a little slightly different they would engage the the attention of their audience again even though the first couple posts you're gonna have all the fucking cheap seat motherfuckers saying boo fuck dude when we first started this podcast we had a handful of people who were like oh it's fucking horrible ah well fuck you then go listen to something else you know what i'm saying so you're gonna lose some people but you when you pivot you create and peak new attention which actually creates more traffic. So the, the the fact what I'm saying is there's a lot of when I the, the example I was using about the girls with the swimsuit thing. There's a lot of girls in that scenario right now that are trapped mentally, and it's a false entrapment because if they changed and pivoted, they'd pique the curiosity. They might go down for a month, but the brand would ultimately come back stronger. Makes and that's sense. what I that's what I'm trying to say is people are falsely imprisoned inside their idea of what the attention they're going to get, which drives this crazy shit you're talking about. You see what I'm saying? Well, and I think it drives the insecurity problem, which turns into the 
you know, the mental health problem, you know, like they're not being accepted anymore and what's wrong with me and I want to do, they don't want to do it and then it creates this downward spiral because they're doing something they quote unquote don't want to do, right. but they feel they have to do dude, it. Dude, I've talked to a lot of these girls because I know a lot of these influencers and yeah. dude, they'll tell, they'll straight up, I, they'll tell you, you talk to them real, they'll tell you that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I want to do more. I want to fucking, I want, I want people to know this about me. I want, but I can't because if, if I post that, then I get fucking no engagement. My page dies and I stop getting paid. I've heard this from people. Yeah. And dude, that's, well, that's, you, that, you, to my you, point, to my point though, that's why I was saying, I know it's tough because even, you know, like I'm not trying to get that engaged, but I look at those numbers, you know, on something that means something to me. And it's right. like, to Andrew's point, like then it, I don't get as many likes. I'm like. You start having this conversation. Is it a bad post? Should I take no, it down? And but I, thought, see the, man, I think the point the point here is that if you stick with that authenticity, yeah, you'll win in better. the long run. That's right. So you might have you might have a fucking post or three or four that fucking don't do shit, but the overall body of work that is you is people It'll are going to go back and they're going to see that and they're going to be like, "Fuck, I like this guy." Right. Well, and not only that, I mean, let's say you have fifty four people like that post on Haiti. Well, of those fifty four people that liked it, even if you have like three or four. Who decide? Hey, man, I'm going to do I'll, something. I'm going to do something about it. Oh, it's I'm worth it. But no. see, the difference is that Sal, you're secure as a, as a human being. So to have that result is meaningful to you and brings you happiness. But the people that are just like looking at searching. likes as self validation yeah, are never ever going to be satisfied. Dude, those people are so filled with anxiety and fear. It's and crazy. It, yeah, it's 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 probably unbearable. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And frustration. Like to my advice to those people is just do what you got to do because. And I'm, when I mean when I say that, I mean like, be you, be who the fuck you are, and just go do that. And once you do that, you're, all that anxiety and all that fucking pressure and fear and shit will go away. Well, I think sure. Andrew, Andrew, we we were driving down, we were driving down the highway. I mean, one look, day. dude, this is a big fucking reason why I pivoted from MFCEO. For being honest, like, dude, I hated, I fucking could not stand the fact that people think. That I'm some sort of fucking psycho crazy dickhead. No, that context of that show is I'm the fucking teacher because I'm credible and you're the motherfucker that wants to learn. Okay? So I'm going to teach you and that's the context of the show. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, Whereas I this show totally. is more like... You are. Yeah. What we talk about. And so, dude, I wanted I wanted to get rid of that pressure. That's the truth. I felt like we fulfilled the mission... We give him, we we were at a point where we would have to start repeating ourselves over and over again, and I wasn't having fun because I was getting labeled as this shit that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so, like, dude, even today, like, I posted some funny shit on my on my story, and people were like, "I had no idea that you had a sense of humor." I'm like, <laughs> what "The fuck, like it's about time." Yeah. Well, dude, I'm, yeah, no shit. But I'm just saying. Hey, listen, like, we live with Andrew, Sal, and I, and Andrew lived together. Well, how old are you now? Forty-one. No, I'm forty. I'm thirty. Thirty. All right. Twenty-nine. He's 30. Forever. Twenty-nine. Yeah. We we were wondering when that sense of humor would, would come out. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Right. It all, it's usually on a few Bud Lights away. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, obviously we talked about social media and we, I started talking about Twitter and everything. But uh, but dude, but but yeah. to my point, before yeah. you get into that, you understand that like. That's a scary move for someone to make. Oh yeah! Well, like, dude, look at this. I was we, our fucking show was number one in the fucking world, number one in our category in the world for fucking over a year, dude. To switch from that into something else that is not—I mean, dude—that takes fucking balls. It's a scary thing. So I get where people are coming from, but I can tell you this: 
I'm a lot fucking happier today than I was fucking four or five months ago having to do that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, we always talk about the, the political divide, like what, what the politics or politicians are playing for, and there's always going to be a left and a right. You know, there's always going to be a Republican-Democrat style in life. And a lot of people play in that vanilla middle. You know, they try to play for the, the middle swing, and they, they, they give to who they are to try to gain a little bit of the, their following, to, like, let those people know that they love them. And then those are the harshest critics to their, to, to, to their mission because they, can't, they don't relate to those people. So they, they give in on who they are, and then the people that like them, they don't no longer love them because he's, now he's kind of like those people. Whereas if you could just get the 50% of people to fucking love you, you'll find all the validation. And those are in the thoughts that you're scared of. There are people who have the same fucking fear that you have. The same weird thing. There's The reason a furry convention exists because there's a lot of fucking people who want to get dressed up in fucking fur coats and go fucking grind on the dance floor. It's okay. No, they want to grind on the dance floor without the fur. <laughs> that's the point. But that's the point. Yeah. But start yeah, but there. But they can't do it. They right, can't exactly. do it. They so do the it. fur helps you do it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, I don't know. So yeah, so what I was saying was basically, you know, we were talking about Twitter and social media and all that good stuff. So I, continuing this theme of technology, there's a uh, a couple reports out now that say that uh, a Google AI machine has actually more accurately predicted breast cancer than doctors. And you know, we're seeing this left and right, guys. We're Wait, seeing how? Well, I have no idea because I'm a science moron, but basically it's based on a logarithm and I'm I'm from what I gather there's some sensors involved in the uh, oh, in the some machine. sensors? Some sensors. Well, they must be very technical sensors, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Listen, Tyler, fucking figure out how the fuck they did this. Figure out how they did it. But here's the point. So they're they're obviously say that on repeated studies there's sensors been cases, too. There, there's With been sensors. cases where uh where basically, you know, this artificial intelligence is doing a better job than human beings. So the question is, Sal, if you could replace a job or service traditionally done by humans and have it done by artificial intelligence, what would you choose? For my personal life or for life overall? You answer it however you want. I mean, dude, I mean, the, the easiest answer for me right there is I would have, you know, robotic people fight wars. Oh. That's I mean, interesting. The front line could be. Isn't that what know, they did in Pacific Rim? I that, that's kind of what we're doing we're now. Doing, I think we're doing. Yeah, it. We're right moving now. towards that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, that would be a good thing. You save yeah. our guys, our troops from the front line. I mean, dude, there's a lot of motherfuckers still out there getting shot and killed, and and it would be cool to like pull those motherfuckers out of there. I agree, 100. Yeah. Yeah. percent Well, and you introducing think, AI in the war. Well, is then, dude, scary. you look at like the police oh, support Terminator shit. Dude. Well, yeah. you look at like the police. Let's start thinking for themselves. Yeah. The police support, man. Like you know, if I was a cop right now in New York City, like. Like our buddy Mike, like I would be nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think, you know, especially with the political unrest. I know what you know, I would do. You could start putting robots into those in, or artificial people into those situations. Like, that's, I mean, I think from that standpoint, that's what I would probably do. Yeah. And then you're in a technology battle of who's tech better. Right. What would you do? Dude, I would have uh, artificial intelligence uh, just figure out all the lottery numbers for me. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And I'd win every lottery. Well, it maybe, does raise the maybe, question, maybe. like, how... And then how? I just do whatever the fuck I want, yeah. which is what I do anyway. You well, guys remember I mean, that? hold on, there's two movies here. Why don't we just there's, keep going there's, pretty there's, much as normal? There's two movies here that Andrew and I watched 500,000 times that are called... Weird Science. No, RoboCop, which is coming out in my brain, maybe, you know, what the fuck was that guy's name? I'd buy that for a dollar. I remember that in the fucking <laughs> video. And two is... Clarence what, Bartaker. Yeah, that's right. What was it? It was Back to the Future 2. When fucking what's his nuts gets the sports bet book yeah, of all the yeah, sporting yeah, yeah. scores oh, yeah, and he goes yeah. back, Biff? yeah, Biff, yeah. and he he wins all the fucking money, oh, ends yeah, up being see? miserable at the hey. top of the mountain though, at the you top of the what? penthouse. Yeah, but see, it wouldn't make me miserable because I've already got money. 
That's true. So, like, it wouldn't fuck me up anymore. I just have a lot more of it. Well, you'd be Biff. No, I would not. I'd be Andy. <laughs> but I'm saying I would be the... That's why I said life would just keep going the way it's going. I wouldn't change anything, but it would be a nice insurance. But it does... I, I, when I saw that, I, you know, you're thinking like, okay. So I mean, dude, honestly, curing cancer is a, would be a fucking at the top of that list too. Artificially, yeah. I mean, if they're doing yeah, it, I mean, sure. I think that's that. I mean, that's the beauty about technology and science. The crossover, like, if if it's done properly, the right way, like, you save a lot of fucking lives. Now, the industry's not gonna like it because it's gonna take a lot of tax dollars out of the fucking out of the medical industry and the insurance industry, and they can't fuck the system. Right. Which probably. They'll figure out how to make that go away. Dude, technology is going to cause the next recession. All these motherfuckers right now are talking. They're all worried about the wrong shit. They all think it's Trump and this and that. No, it ain't. It's fucking technology. Google and Amazon. Dude, every every fucking company is automating things to the point where there's literally no jobs. What, what do you think is going to happen to the economy when there's a, a huge percentage of people that are replaced by technology? Look everywhere that we go. We go to the fucking Home Depot now. We can't even get somebody real to check us out. You go to the bank. There's not a fucking real person. You every you go to the grocery store. Fucking one real person. Dude, I went to the movie theater the other day. It was like that. Okay. The movie theater. All right. So where the fuck are those jobs? That's a good question. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, dude, what people aren't even... And, until the... Gu- Listen, man. This is the biggest fucking fuck job that's going to happen to America... And people just aren't even paying attention to it. But the way companies are utilizing technology, it's eliminating real human jobs. And so we have a fucking, and like everybody thinks it's cool. They're like, like, dude, when we were building uh, the new building, we're getting ready to move into a new building here in a couple months. And they come back and they look at how we pack orders. We pack them with real people. Okay. A lot, a lot of real people. And they're always like, why do you do that? You're wasting so much money. You could invest a million dollars here and you'd automate this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, but where the fuck would they go? And then the argument is, the argument is, well, then you just move them into more advanced roles that can help you grow your company. Well, I don't know if you've ever run a company before, but there's just certain motherfuckers that aren't that advanced. That's just reality. Right. There's people that just they're they're gonna work in a warehouse whether they work for you or whether they work at Amazon whatever the fuck they work they're not gonna work at Amazon because Amazon automates everything but or not everything but a lot of shit but my point is is that like dude these companies you know instead of worrying about you know how many black people versus white people they have or how many women versus men they have the government's gonna have to step in and say you gotta have this many fucking people to even be open Otherwise, the economy is going to collapse. And nobody's talking about it. I, this is something in the background, though, that you know I see from an operating a business on a day to day basis. You know that people don't give Trump credit for is, you know, by taxation on on the tariffs on the inbound, it's forcing companies to get smart and create things here so that we're not importing them, That's which right. creates the jobs, which is what he's doing to offset the loss in technology. You know, right. and, and it's and it's stemmed our economy into a into a boom where it's doing well because yeah. the unemployment rate is at the lowest it's ever until been. Until they start until they start working to regulate the advancement of technology, dude, I, I'm fucking terrified. Yeah, well, like honestly. Cuz yeah. like dude, it's going what it's going to create is a, a situation where you have ultra rich people, which dude, that's going to be me cuz I'm where I'm sitting in life. I mean, that's going to be me. Yeah. And but fuck, dude, a lot of a lot of people, because, dude, I'm always going to hire people. Like, that's it. The way First Form does shit, the way we do shit here, the way Sal and I do it and Jason and Chris, 
we believe in people. So we're always going to do it this way. So people are always going to be employed here. But that ain't going to be every company. Because I know for sure from my experience with other entrepreneurs, a lot of motherfuckers only care about themselves. And so they're going to use as much technology to make the company as profitable as they can for (laughs) themselves. So there's going to be a lot of fucking people out there that don't have a place to go. They don't have a place to work and they don't have a place to do anything. But here's where I think the correction will be too. I also think the correction will be made by human companies because they're able to do things that other humans crave. Like they're able to make things personal and, and create human connection. Like for example, like in our biz, our retail company that we own, um, you know, retail's dying. Everybody, if you ask any fucking economist or any business expert out there, they'll tell you retail's dead. Bullshit. This is the best opportunity ever for retail if you do it right because people are fucking craving that experience of having somebody that they know and like and trust and talk to because it doesn't exist anymore. So if you could create a scenario in your business or your brick and mortar retail or your service shop where you're, even if you're competing with Amazon that can get you the product, because dude, we're in the vitamin supplement business, people can one click ship faster than they can get the shit from us. That's just reality. Okay. But they still come to us because dude, when you go in the store, we fucking know their names. We know who they are. We shake their hand. We treat them like they're very special because they are very special. And dude, if companies actually... So what we're seeing is a cyclical thinning of the herd. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So what's happening is the businesses that sucked that were like in brick and mortar, they're fucking dying because they weren't operating properly. Faster than ever. So the internet has corrected a lot of bad business practice, but there's going to have to be... There's going to be a time in between the reconnect, the recorrection, which is going to be service-based businesses that are, when I say service, I mean personal, like we employ people, human businesses will come back around, but between that time of tech and between the humans that come back around and take it back because people crave that, there's going to be a fucking massive collapse. That's what people should be afraid of. I think if you're a great people person, it's a great time to get into your skill set in retail. Hey, man, yeah, you know? look. It ain't going to fuck, that collapse ain't going to hurt me. It ain't going to hurt you. No. I but I fucking, I'm scared for a lot of the middle people because the people who are in the middle and in the in the blue collar jobs that are like, you know, let's just say like worker bee jobs, like they show up, they do shit, you know, entry level worker bee, you understand? Yeah. yeah those yeah. type of jobs, they're going to be fucking, those people with that little, and this is why people should be building their own skill set because <clears throat> those jobs are going to be fucking hurting. Absolutely. I think I think the what what really strikes me is that in this drive to be efficient for the sake of humanity, we're actually ruining humanity because I think it's like you Dude, I purposely like shop. You always with talk co- about values and the inefficiencies. Yeah. I actually think it's inefficiency that makes life worth living at times. It's, Bro, it's yes, a little it's hiccups, the it's the challenges. It's the, the cup of coffee it's, in your yes. in your in the coffee shop at, at where you live right. that you enjoy so much. Right. You enjoy it so much that you when you lived here. It was one of the biggest things you missed. Right. Because we didn't you can't get that. Right. Like, dude, and that's the thing. That's why human businesses will always be at an advantage over tech businesses if they just figured out how to run them right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or even like the idea of like the way you guys have run your business. Mistakes don't don't torpedo your business. When you make a mistake, when something is inefficient, you learn from it. Yeah. And I mean, what happens when you bring a robot in and and replace a human being? The human being might make a bunch of mistakes. <sighs> But in the course of making mistakes, they make new discoveries. They do, Dude, there's they a evolve. moral standard here, you know? too. 
There's a moral standard here. Let's just say, for example, that like they made AI that could actually do this shit better than humans. Better. Mm-hmm. Better than humans. There's still a moral standard amongst business owners and customers to A, employ people that need the jobs, and for customers, B, to shop with companies that fucking do that. I, there's a moral standard there. 100%. I shop. I try to never shop. As much as we joke about like buying on Amazon right. and all that shit, like, dude, I do shop there because it is so fucking good and easy. They are great at what they do, no question. But I tr- really make an effort to buy everything else from either people I know that own companies or people I know that employ real people over the automated way. It's just what I believe in, and I think if every if people let their dollars speak for them, speak their voices where they spent money, then. We'll be in a great spot. We'd be in a good spot, yeah. I mean, I, you know, people ask all the time, aren't you afraid of Amazon? No, no. Like, fuck, dude. No, Amazon fact, creates our, our space. That's our opportunity. That's right. You know, like, one day, I'm going to sit across from Jeff Bezos and be like, you can't beat me, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you might get it there faster. You can yeah. sell it cheaper. But I can connect with you people. Like, I can. Yeah. I know they're, I, I speak fat. We speak Now, dude, fat. look, Am- Amazon's kind of a bad example for that because they, they, they do have a great culture and, and yeah, no, you know, just, all that. But we're... They represent tech. Correct. That's what we're the talking evolution. about. The evolution. Yes. And and efficiency, right? Yeah. Like our our inefficiency. They fucking is, run some they run their business the fucking Dude, they're good. Yeah, it's crazy. They're not even good. They're great. Yeah. They're the, the best. best at what they do. That's right. And I'm not hating on that, but yeah. what what we take great pride in is we're the best at what we do. That's which right. Which is helping people. And they from a humanistic standpoint, which to Andrew's point, like the crave Dude, the crave of, like, you get on the internet and you're trying to lose weight. Like, you don't know who to trust or who to believe or, you know, do you buy this wrap or this fucking diet? We'll call us. We'll help you. You know what I mean? We'll help you fucking change your spark plugs. We'll help you change your life. We'll help you through the hard times. We'll help you through the good times. Like, efficiencies and robots will never fix that. You know, and so understanding that But if you- they could, if they, I agree, they won't. Right. But if they could, there's still a moral obligation to take care of fellow man. Of course. And I, and, I, and, I and that's think, not being discussed at all anywhere. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually, you know, when you, you look at, you know, how you state that, when you start thinking, I think, I think people would jump on board to that. You know what I mean? I think you create the movement that people... Do you know, know how sh- fucking proud I am to walk back and see these motherfuckers in the back of our business? It's the best part of my day. The Me meeting too. I had this morning, I said the best thing, the best, the thing I have the most, the most fulfilling part of my bucket is building young men. Me too. Like I... And I, I've tried to incorporate this model in my brain where, you know... We, and women for all you and fucking women. crazy motherfuckers yeah. out there that <laughs> are going to write in and say some shit like he's fucking misogynist yeah. or whatever. Right. I, I'm trying to live by this mantra like, we build the people, the people build the business. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to create people, you know, the best versions of themselves. And like, that's the best thing that I do is go in and inter- interact with people. Like, if I had to pound away on a keyboard all day, dude, I wouldn't do the job. There's no fucking way. I want to. I want to have people and watch their lives grow and watch them develop and watch them get better. Like that's the best fucking thing that I do, you know. And so I think we should come together. We should create a movement that supports that. You know? Well, I think we could do it. Look, I I think that just bringing awareness. I think when you just talk it out, you know, yeah. We, pe- when people, a lot of the actions of the world are done in ignorance because they don't. People don't understand how their actions create circumstances you know, that they have to deal with. So I think just talking about, that's what I said. Nobody's even talking about it. I think just talking about that can bring enough awareness where people become more conscious about where they put their money. 
And 100%. shit, I could do a better job at it. You know, I'm thinking in my head, yeah, man. I me too. To, I go. I should go to Ace True Value Hardware. It's loan, owned by a local guy. Yeah. Versus going to Home Depot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I right. can do that. You know. I agree. Well, guys, we're talking about changes in technology, advances in technology, changes in culture. A lot of all this stuff leaves the average person kind of scratching their head, a little overwhelmed, a little crazy. They want to go crazy. I think one of the reasons that people listen to this show is that they want to know that they're not crazy. They're not. They're not the only one who thinks the thoughts that they have. Well, maybe it's that. They are crazy, and we just we happen crazy to be too. crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're Could the furries. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now, I'm, I'm going to kind of step out, because you know you guys have always told me to be a little bit more uh, assertive here. So I, 62 I had, miles. I, well, I see that you wore a different shirt this time. I did. I wore You a, wore yeah. your fucking Get Wild sweater. I did. This is my Get Wild sweater with the nice little drawstrings. Dude, that's fancy, like, fancy jeans. That looks like something Bieber would put on. Yeah, you know, me and Bieber, we're, 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 we're tight. Yeah, dude. But, uh, looking, no, so you're looking I, hip, I, bro. Just, I came up with something. Did you see Biebs and Binner? Dude, that was awesome. Oh, that was that was, cool. that was sick, yeah. dude. Pinner's gonna shut him out, though. Oh yeah, without uh, Jordan Bennington, the Blues, the Blues goalie, the best goalie in the fucking NHL. Yeah, just first year in the league, yeah. wins the Stanley Cup. He challenges Justin Bieber to it because Biebs is like putting all his stuff on about him being. A, he's got pretty silky hands for a fucking. He does. Like he's yeah. pretty smooth. And his hockey, his hockey. Yeah. Dude, look at his IG. I mean, from it's a beer league, Canada? but still, he's, dude, he's, he's fucking Canadian. Skills. I thought he was I know, from Canada. But every yeah. fuck Canadian knows how to play hockey. I'm yeah. telling you though, like I when I when I first when I saw his first video, I said, well, that's not him. He's filming somebody. Then it was like the video two, three, four. The kid's got some pretty good hands for what I would. He ain't do. scoring on Bennington. No, well, but. Anyway, Unless Bennington's he lets like, him. he's like, I, and then Bennington's like, hey, I, you bet you can't score There's on me or something. There's probably like a little back end deal. Like, no, like Benner's like, no. you know, you slide me a, a, you slide me a stack, dude. I'll fucking. Yeah, right. You know? I guarantee you. Yeah. And, yeah. and Justin Bieber's probably got a, a few stacks to spare. <laughs> he's, got, he's got plenty of stacks. <laughs> he's got lots of stacks. Yeah. But anyway, for charity, he's well, like, hey, for 10 grand, you know, charity of choice, you shut me out, I'll pay 10 grand. I score on you, I'll pay, you pay the oh, 10 no. grand. Out of 10 shots. Yeah, yeah. I like Ten it. shots. I like it was it. cool, and it was. Yeah. I think it was cool. I mean, Justin Bieber's a fucking superstar, you know. Bennington's got it. Was great. Yeah. Could, it couldn't was, they come up with some sort of robotic version of that where they they weren't real people and do it more efficiently? I mean, I could. Yeah. No. So here's my idea. You you was that your attempt at a joke? I, it was a little bit, but <laughs> oh, I think it, yeah, I actually think it was quite good. But uh, I'm gonna have to change the fucking category <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Okay, so here's my idea. You can reject it if you want, but I think a lot of our listeners, people who you know are are with us in in, in body and well, maybe not body, but mind and spirit, um, they got questions. So I thought maybe we could start a new thing where we uh, we have a hashtag confused AF and people hashtag it on social media and then they ask their question. Andy, why is the world like this? And then just presents their question. What do you think about that? Does that I make mean, sense? I'll look through the hashtag, but I have a feeling it's going to piss me the fuck off. <laughs> why, why wouldn't it be email Vaughn at... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Do it, do it, do it this. Just say, tag Vaughn in that say, shit, say, motherfuckers. Say confused, hashtag confused You're AF. the producer of the show, man. Fuck, right, no, right, you right, fucking right. send him to Vaughn. So tag me, confused AF, trying to pass the and, buck. Then, and then ask a question. That's called booger flicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about bigger, booger flipping. But uh, use the hashtag confused AF and then... Ask a question that you would like us to discuss on the show. Could be really anything having to do with culture. Could be a crazy question. Could be like, uh, you know, one of those crazy... I, you know what, dude? I was what? thinking about this, too. What's like, that? I, I, we definitely need to come up with a good outlet for people to send the topics they want yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Because so, I've gotten a couple of good topics from people, but, like, I don't check my shit that much, so I know I'm missing a lot of it. But so it would be cool, like, the ne- for the next show... Let, let's create. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Email Vaughn at. No. Hey, look. <laughs> Not email. Here it you is. You can DM me if you want. Here no email. Confused AF at AndyForsella.com. Send us an email. Okay. 
Great. Confused AF. Yeah. At AndyFrasella.com. And I'll answer it if you hashtag too. Yeah. That's fine. They want to DM me because I'm so sick of email. That's fine. All right. Well, at moving v- on. Yeah. V a u g h n k o h l e r. What do you you want to connect with people? Was that your? Now you are, like, are, are we done? Are we done? No, 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 no. Well, I'm, well I don't man, know. You try and get on the road. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no I shit, actually I, have a couple other. Th- a, a couple of things. I have, no, no, no. I have a new. I, I have a it's new Friday. feature I want to in- introduce. But you guys got to roll with it if you want. All right. Okay? What's the feature? Okay, the new feature is called fortune cookies and stocking stuffers. But we have to roll with it. Like well, we're the, we're the ones on rollable. <laughs> just just go with it, dude. All right. So the idea is this is a quick kind of a quick fire round of, um, you know. Truth bombs, uh, recommendations, books, things you're reading lately that have been helpful for you, funny movies, anything. So we're going to start with Jim because we've been talking about, uh, we've actually been talking about, you know, efficiencies, inefficiencies, all this artificial intelligence. A couple months ago, Andy wrote a a, a post about all the different things that he had learned from you, Jim. And one of them was, you're going to have, you're going to make mistakes. So on this round of just quick advice, I want you to unpack that. What, like... Why is that something that would stick out in the mind of your son is one of the key things he learned from you? You're going to make mistakes. Why is that even valuable life advice? Well, it's probably it's, it's one of the most important things you can learn. You're going to make mistakes, and you can't get frustra- frustrated, Brian. You can't do anything but analyze the mistake, look at what you did wrong, and make a plan to move on, to move on, to, make the, to, to, to correct that mistake. And in the world, success is made of mistake after mistake after mistake by smart people who are able to figure out what those mistakes are and how to make another plan. I mean, it's really, really simple. It's the most. I, I think it's, it's as simple. Why are people as, so fearful of making mistakes? No, though? I don't think people. I don't think people understand that it's that simple. What he just said. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it's very, as simple, very simple as this, dude. You make a mistake. You don't, you touch the stove, it fucking burns you. You don't touch it again. <clears throat> You go stick your finger in an electrical socket, it fucking shocks you. you uh, I mean, this is how you learn shit. Well, and I think it's important to know that you... This is what it. makes people human, but like people are afraid. This is, goes back to the social pressure thing. Now people are afraid to look stupid in front of people. That's what it is. Right. And what you have to realize is that none of those other motherfuckers that are laughing at you when you look stupid, they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. I, I told Andrew and Sal, always, go, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. How many times do they tell you, go ahead and stick your finger in the fire? Go ahead and go do that. Yeah. You're the one that's going to suffer. You're <laughs> yeah. going to learn by it. And and and, it, and they learned right away to, uh, not to do those type of things, at least in front of me anyway. Uh, well, no, I mean, dude, what, but I don't it? think people think that, like, getting better is that simple. Like, I think they, I think there's a, there, this comes from social fucking bullshit again. It, there's a fucking segment of people out there who are quote-unquote successful who want to look like motherfucking Yoda and have every fucking answer to every single detail of every single thing and act as if they don't ever do anything wrong and they're superhuman and they're perfect and they're this and they're that. And so what's that create? It creates a scenario where we have people who when they make a mistake or two, they think, oh, well, fuck, I must not have it. I must not have what so-and-so has that's out there and the guru of success. This is why I hated the entrepreneurship fucking space because I'm so sick of motherfuckers serving their own ego and pretending like they're perfect so they can fucking feel good and ruining other humans by pretending to be that way because every time they fuck up now, they think, well, fuck, dude, I guess I'm not cut out for success like everybody else told me my whole life and I should just go get a job 
flipping fucking burgers. That's what the problem is with it. And that's why I fucking left that space. That's why I don't fucking talk. Dude, when I left the speaking circuit, I was making 125 grand a fucking hour. Okay? The reason I fucking don't want to do that is because I don't feel like I want to be a part of that because I don't I don't think it's morally okay. You see what I'm saying? Makes total sense. And it's a social pressure thing. So when people want to, you know, like Sal, you're saying, you know, they're afraid to do this. Well, fucking right they're afraid because they think that if they make a mistake, they're fucking their life is over. Well, and it's just the slippery. Do you understand? Like yeah, they, no, they, in their it. head, look, they're thinking like this. If I fuck up, it means I'm fucked. It, it, dude, if I fuck up, it means I wasn't meant to do this. And it means I and they're afraid to find out if they're if they really were meant to do it or not. So what do they do? Nothing. Yeah. Because so it doesn't hurt right now. The, the analogy or the, the advice that I always give people, because I get asked this question all the time, how do you get over the fear of failing? You know, and it's kind of like, well, man, I'll tell you, like the, the best advice that I have is my relationship. I have fucked so many relationships up. And I mean, yeah, that could go another way. So many fucking relationships up that I learned from each one. Well, I can't do that. I can't have more than one girlfriend. Yeah. I can't fucking do that. Yeah, you know but what see, I mean? that's not what people do, bro. What people do is they look... Now I'm going to fucking get pissed. So <laughs> what they actually it's do... better be pissed off than pissed on, remember. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's, a, there's no. people that like that too, though. Yeah, there is. But, but there's people... Dude, there's... All right, I'm not Hey, pissed. you're funny. You yeah. laugh. So, dude, but the thing is, is like people don't understand that like they it's you it's not them what yeah. you're saying is i fucked up yeah i fucked it up and people are getting re- a little better that no but people don't even see that you know what most people say i had a bunch of shitty fucking girlfriends yeah and so <laughs> then they develop the belief that every, they don't say hey even though dude i've seen all your relationships and i know it wasn't all you you know what i'm saying yeah right people refuse to think that they had anything to do with it. Well, no, and I, I mean, like, that, how, how could how, explain this to no, me? It's, you're right. It's, <laughs> how, it's wait, like, how could all these bad things keep happening to me? Common denominator. Why does the world hate me? Why, why does, why do I always get in these same situations? <laughs> like, at what point do you fucking look at yourself and you say, well, fuck. "Damn, bro, I guess I'm fucked up." <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and you had to fix it, right? Yeah. Like, and I went along, you know, and it, you don't fix it in one sweep. Just like Dad said, you get a little better, you fix that part, and you get a little better, you know, get a little better, get a little better, and guess what? I got a great marriage. And I had a lot of fucked up relationships up to that point. Right. And I mean, a lot. Yeah, but it ain't always great. No, but you learn. That's the thing is you learn. And you know, you know what's funny is- Great doesn't I, mean perfect. I think this is a good point to talk about right. go, going back to, yeah, seek, seek getting better, not perfection. Yeah. And so when you look at, you know, from a relationship standpoint- you know, um, everybody struggles with what they want out of a relationship and what they're expected to have and what they should have. But I think once I figured out kind of like what I want, you know, and I was just deathly honest about it, when I transitioned, you know, there's a probably a transition of people who thought I was a dog for a long time. You know, like all these girls and people like, oh, dude, he's that's Sal. That's Sal. And I had to go through that transition well, in life. You, you, I mean, yeah, I know. Rightfully so. I, listen, I fucking take the fucking candle. I mean, woof, listen, woof. my yeah. wife was yeah, woof, woof, my woof. wife was here today, and, I, and in front of my old boss, I said I looked at her and I said Ryan knew me when I was a real dog, like when I was the dog. But I had to go through that transition, and, and I had to understand, like, okay, these people are gonna judge me, but that's not who I'm gonna be anymore, and fuck them. Like, I'm not because I was there was an expectation, like, well, that's Sal. That's what Sal does, and Sal didn't. That's not what 
I wanted. I right. wanted to have a good relationship, and right. and I, that means I had to change, and I wanted to get better, and I had to make adjustments. I had pro- to make adjustments. Yeah, but see, here's the cool part about taking accountability for your own shit is now you when you start to do good and you start to stand by your word, now you feel, feel good about yourself. Great. And you're, you feel better about yourself, and you have confidence, and you have self-esteem, and you have self-worth. I mean, and, and that happens in every category of your life. That's right. You know, work, but like my buckets that I talked about last time, like myself, you know, my family, my work, and my relationship. Like I, you got to do those and all those things. Otherwise, you ain't gonna fucking win. Mm-hmm. You know? No, that's good. You're serving somebody else's master, dude. This, this is why. Look, dude, it come, it comes from the process, the work. Yeah, it's the work that you put in. That's what I, dude. I've been saying this for five fucking years to the whole entire world. And people just still don't fucking get it. Now, people who have done 75 hard get it now because we finally figured out a program for people to get it. But, it, dude, your fucking worth comes from your work. It's the way it is. And your work doesn't have to be your career. It's whatever the fuck you're working on. Your relationship, your fitness, your relationships with your friends, your fucking spirituality, this, this, this. You see what I'm saying? Effort. It goes back to people not understanding context again. Like just because we're I'm a business guy doesn't mean I'm talking about fucking business all the time. I'm talking about life. Do you know how many failed products we've had? Fuck, dude, fuck. way more than that. one. <laughs> like, dude, this work. I, we're I gonna sell the exactly. fuck out of this. Trust me, I fucking know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and dude, like, what? So you just quit? No, you go. What was fucked up about? Yeah, it? but what like, we dude, do I don't go on the fuck. We don't. That's what people don't get. Like, we don't go on our website or on our Instagram and say, "Yeah, dude, we made this product and you fucking hated it." Like, <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> we don't. Nobody does that, so you never see it happen. But it fucking happens every day. Well, and I, I made a, a story the other day. You know, somebody's like, "Man, you make parenting look so easy and all this shit." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "Well, dude, listen. Like, I, I'm not trying. That's not what I'm trying to portray. Yeah, I'm trying to be I positive." You, you post that. I was. Yeah. Didn't you post that? Yeah, I was on the weekend. A story? A story. That was a good story. And the, you know, and the guy's like, "Well, you make parenting look so easy. I struggle with it." Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Hey, listen, motherfucker. I, I sent a message back. I struggle. Parenting's the toughest motherfucking thing I've ever done." Dude, you know what? I got. Listen, man. You know Earl, Emily's dad. Yeah. He's one of the smartest fucking dudes I've ever met in my life. Just like you. I mean, he's the same as you. Amen. Yeah. So he, but dude, he's, (laughs) you know, there's certain things people say to you that you always remember. Right. You know what I'm saying? And dude, he said to me something one time I was over there on Easter and we've been, uh, you know, I've, we've been together for 10 years. years, So, I mean, I've been over there quite a few times. Probably 12 years. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm going to get people like, how do you not know that? Well, I'll explain it like this. I have fucking between 10 and 12. I have 10 megabytes of fucking brain space (laughs) and a thousand megabytes to deal with. All right. So if I don't remember certain things, it's because of that. So, uh, and, and I don't even know if megabytes is the right thing, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. That's, that's That's what what, it is. That's what the kids Because I'm superhuman, obviously. But, uh, he said to me, man, he goes, we were talking because he was in the trucking business. He was successful in the trucking business. And now he does, uh, he's semi-retired, does all farm stuff, and uh, has a job that he does, and you know, just to keep him going and stuff like that. And uh, anyway, fucking smart dude, man. And, and I was like, we were talking about the trucking business. He was asking me, this is, back, this is back before we were like- Doing well. Doing well. Like we were, I was still fucking- We're moving. Very broke. Yeah. Um, and I remember he was telling me about the trucking business, and I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, so- I'm asking him because I'm thinking in my head, like, fuck, dude, I wonder if there's like opportunity to build a trucking company because he's getting out of it. He was telling me about how he's getting out of it. 
And uh, I said, well, dude, if it's as simple as getting, like, some trucks, like, I got enough money to get some trucks, like, get, like, like let's do it together, I'll do all the work, you fuck, and he looks at me and he goes, everything looks easy from the outside. Oh, yeah. And I oh, never yeah, fucking man. forgot that. <clears throat> like, I immediately thought about, like, because I know him and I know his demeanor, you guys know, like, yeah. he, when he says that, there's a yeah. lot more depth yeah. behind it. You don't even ask a question. Yeah, like, he's yep. just mm-hmm. saying, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you young punk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, dude. That stuck with me, man, because that was the perception I had, and now I look at everything that oh, way. Yeah. Like, I look at everything that looks easy, and I remember that he said that. That's really been, a, I would say, one of the top key pieces of advice I've gotten in my, in my life well, from that conversation. Dude, I mean, special things, right? I think we're desensitized that because social media allows so much instant access, yeah. and you see all the glory, Yeah, it takes... it. it removes well, bro, some the work. people, like I said earlier, dude, some of these motherfuckers on social, all they want to show is the glory. That all they want to show is that they want to show the cl- the crowds clapping and the cheering, or some guys want to show the fucking the watch or the house or the cars. No one's out there showing the fucking times where you're like, "Fuck, dude, you know what? I think today's the day I'm gonna blow my fucking brains out." Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nobody shows that shit. Well, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you that is like I've spent a lot of times at two o'clock in the morning, drunk as a fucking skunk, wondering if I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Saturday night. I'm talking about Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, look, man, that's a that's a fucking. I mean, I, clearly and, we're and, doing the right thing and too. In those times, though, that's when people are like, you know, they're, you know, they they yeah, but they attack the simplicity of it. Yeah, but dude, think about this. We're and we're winning. So I mean, think of what it's like for someone who's really fucking struggling. No, yeah, dude. I mean, you know, life is is a journey, just like the journey for a diet and going through the whole process of dieting your whole life and changing the way. That that you look at a diet versus a journey that we teach to everybody, and and and, and that's what it's about. It is a journey. And it's hard. It's not easy. And and uh, do my story today on Instagram. Did you see it? No. Oh well, it was just about what you're talking about. It it, it it's a journey, and it's a long journey. And and you you got to keep your eyes focused. You got to do good things. You always do what's right. You know all the things that that you heard. You you have to, and you learn by your mistakes, and you you look at them and you just move on. You move on. You learn by them, and you move on. Next, next, yeah. next. And uh, uh, if you sit and look around, there's nobody going to do it but you. No, that's it. That's what it comes down to. And people don't really, they don't like hearing that shit because they want it to be, they want the, the dude, they're so busy looking for the hack that they miss the, the hack is actually just doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's the what. The hack is doing it. Yeah. I like it. It's the truth. I like it. Well, I had some a uh, couple just closing, very, very, very practical questions. And Jim, you're from another time, like what the 1800s, late 1800s. Oh yeah, yeah. But I do know that uh, I do know <laughs> that somebody's getting funny. Uh, <laughs> I do know hey, but that Mr. Vonnie uh, Holmes. I noticed you, you 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 shaved your head. I mean, you cut your hair again today. I did. <laughs> no, but uh, one thing that I do love is that uh, when I talk to somebody like you, you know grand old man that you are um, I, I, I do know a lot you, you do you do know a lot and and i know that uh andy's a big reader sal's a reader we all have different you know levels at which we read and speeds at which we read but i know back in the day you were a great reader what's a what's a book that you read in your prime that you think is still valuable for people to read to read now i i, I still think maybe the, the best book i ever read and, and and it is relevant 
but it's still Sam Walton's book. His, his autobiography. I, I, I've Dude, read that's it, a great book. I've read it twenty times. That's the first book I ever read. And there's no other way for Christmas. Yeah. of reading it but to read it and read it over and over again. And it's just a simple story. It's really a simple story of a man that, that just worked hard and used common sense and never gave up and just went forward, forward, forward. He had lots of failures. He was bankrupt twenty times. He gave all of all of his key customers when he went bankrupt. He, they didn't get paid for a year or two years. He gave them stock. They stuck with him. And they all became multi, multi-mega millionaires. I mean, 100 people, That's, 200 it's, people. It's seriously like the best book yeah. It's, it's very, very simple. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it relates to today. Nothing's different. This, this, this is the same story that's right here. It started... And back on Campbell Street, and it started slow, and 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 it, 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 there was times when Andrew came to me and said, "I'm not doing this no more. I, I, Fuck I can't do it. I'm fucking quitting." No, yeah, but I'm talking back when it was it was nickels and dimes, and I said, yeah. "What the fuck else you know?" And yeah, you nothing. Know, and sometimes, nothing. It, sometimes it still comes you got to stick to what you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> no, but it, it's it's a journey, and it's a journey, and it's a long journey. It's not short. You know, the, I always tell the story of the rabbit and the hare. I'm not going to tell it here, but uh, to these young guys out here, I mean, I talk to all those young guys at some time or another, and it's about them. It's what you said, Sal, about teaching them their own value and and learning how to do it. Everybody wants to work smart or thinks they're, thinks they're smart. They all think they work hard back there. They all think they're the hardest workers in the world. And you got to learn how, how from somebody that's done it, some old person, a book, some, somewhere, yeah. Well, and the resources and right here, and, and I tell these guys all the time, the, the the meeting we had last Monday here with Andrew and Sal back to back, and if you guys didn't get together on it, you were mentally together on it. It was it was the best talk ever, and I went I went outside and told those guys, hey, this is about you. You should pay each one each one of you guys should pay Andrew and Sal five hundred bucks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I tell them. I say you got to you should be paying them. It is interesting sometimes. <laughs> no, wait, they, they, they all do yeah. say, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. No, they don't. I don't know if they do. No. But yeah. that's fine. Because, dude, you can't understand something that you don't have the perspective to understand. There's few guys that get those kind of things. There's other guys who hear it and just do it because the guys that get it are doing it. And then there's a few guys that are always going to fall off. And what happens is the guys who get it from the beginning will lead the guys who don't get it but are just following. And eventually those guys who are following will become leaders and it progresses naturally that way. Yeah. That's just how it works. Yeah. So, so with you, dude, uh, what's ten? What's something that somebody could take ten minutes of their life this week that that will improve the overall quality of their life? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Fuck, I don't know, man. Or maybe maybe half an hour. Dude, I mean, look, I think the best thing that you can do. Uh, this is the best thing for me. I I can't speak for everybody, but I can say for me. So I have a natural tendency to not like people, like. A lot. It's just, dude, it comes with the territory. Like when you deal with a certain, I deal with mass numbers of people, right? So when you deal with mass numbers of people, the, the percentage of dumb motherfuckers that you have to deal with is exponentially larger than an average person. So you're, I'm dealing with a lot more mm-hmm. fucking of the shit that everybody hates all the time just by sheer volume. So the thing that I try to do that really helps me feel better is that I try to talk to people. This sounds stupid as fuck, but it's what I do. I try to talk to people I never met before and have a conversation with them because it makes me feel that people are good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because 
Like if I have someone like, because I drive cool cars and stuff all the time. I'm a, if you don't know, I'm a huge car guy uh, slash collector slash enthusiast or whatever you want to call it. So when I drive my cars all over, I'll have I'll always have people that make comments and they'll say, "Hey, that's a cool car," this or that. And I always try to talk to them. I'll shake their hand and I'll say, "Hey, well, what, what was your favorite car?" And have a conversation. And and people always end up be, like walking away super fucking happy. Like you just met another. And, and you know, obviously during the conversation, I'm going to introduce myself. So I made another fan of me in the meantime. So it's practical too. But the point, the I do it for selfish reasons, not because I get a fan, but or a supporter or a customer, but because it makes me fucking have faith in humanity when i am inundated with fucking nonsense Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i think if you're struggling one of the most effective things you can do and one of the things i tell my buddies who ask me like when they're struggling what to do is a tool that i used to do uh to get good in business actually and what i would do was i would go to my local grocery store here and we would i would go in there and i would make myself talk to three people that i didn't know Okay, so I would have to initiate three conversations randomly. And I know this sounds weird if you're like listening. You're like, why? This sounds fucking weird. But I did this for a number of reasons. One, it helped me approach people. It helped me better with make get better with people. Two, it made me less afraid to approach people in any scenario, including my social life. Three, um, it was it made me feel good because it's always cool to have an interaction with someone you don't know and it ends up going well. So I did it as practice because I'm not naturally good with people. So if you say, well, what can someone do 30 minutes a week that makes a fucking huge difference in how they see the world? That's what I would recommend because I think it really helps you not just develop skills and it's good for your business, your personal brand, whatever it is that you do. But man, it really makes you feel good to know that like there's random people out there that are just cool as fuck. Like Dave, when we met those dudes at the photo shoot, we, you know what I'm saying? We met these two guys who were, uh, me, Madat, and Dave were down there shooting pictures at the new warehouse, and we met a couple guys who were operators we never met before. They didn't look like us. They didn't talk like us. They were fucking nothing like us, all right? But they're huge car fanatics, and they came over, and they asked if they could see the car, and I'm like, yeah, and we started talking to them, and guess what? They were cool as shit. And they had all kinds of cool stories. And we all three walked away at the end. And we, we didn't say, oh, dude, we got all these cool pictures. Oh, we got this or that. We said, damn, dude, that was fucking cool. And it wasn't because those guys were cool. We were saying it was cool that we met people that were so different than us that ended up having so much in common. So that's what I would say with 30 minutes of your time. I love it, man. Yeah. I, 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 uh, go ahead, Jim. Yeah, I, I want to comment, comment on this because I get asked this all the time, uh, uh, frequently. Like, really? And, is this like w- w- no, is no. this like how people do on Instagram where they no, say, no, no, everybody's no. been asking, but nobody asks? No, no, over the years, no. And you guys, this, would, this would even be a topic to, to talk about. Like, so do people time, actually but, ask you this? Yeah, oh yeah. They say, okay, all right. In this frame, it's not the exact question, but it's close. What's the difference between, between Andrew and Sal? And I always tell them, nothing. They're, they're, they're very, very, they're, they're so similar, it's not funny. And I said, the main difference is, is Andrew acts like he doesn't like people, but he really does. And when he gets into sales mode, he's as good as Sal is. Now, you guys can dis- dispute that, you know, back and forth. He's already going to shoot me for saying that. But no, it, it, it is the same. You Why would I shoot you? No, I think that's a good assessment. I don't no. think that's unfair. Yeah, I no, think that's a good very, assessment. Very, very, very. No, you're completely. I do that different. to keep motherfuckers away from me that are fucking annoying. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. So well, anyways. that and I think well, we you can, I think you can have two different two different people can both like people, but you can have one can be an introvert who's actually 
I, I actually like, will say, I actually would say, because I was, believe it or not, I was thinking about this this morning when I was working out, because today was one of those days where I made it a point to talk to people, mm-hmm. like actually what I'm talking about. I was actually thinking, if I'm being completely transparent and honest, I think I thought that I didn't like people. I don't think I was pretending. I think I actually believe that until I realized like recently, more recently in my life that I'm like, Actually, dude, I really like people a lot. I just don't like dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> well, and I think there's I a mean, lot of them out there. I, there is a well. That's what I said. So now yeah. I look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. I look at it instead of so. So I'm. Ex, do you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. because I'm exposed to more people, I'm exposed to more of that. Right. By by just numbers. But so, I like what you were saying. So you I think have I've to... broken. I've broken this down. I've just not understood it before. Yeah, it now makes I understand sense. It. And it, what I like about what you were saying is that because there are a lot of people out there, not maybe not the majority, but the it, it always seems like the people that are the dumbest are the loudest and they get the most Bro, attention. So we actually have to be intentional about finding the good I people. I love people that bring value and not, yeah. I'm not talking about value like buy me a fucking steak or drive me or give me something or take my, I'm talking about if you're going to talk to me, talk to me about something that's relevant or cool or like we can both talk about like don't just stand there and like look at me and say some dumbass shit yeah like i'm not fucking and i'm a regular motherfucker and those are those are adder people there's takers and there's adders you're talking about adder people those adder people are always fun the adder people are are always fun to talk to and they're adders i always say dude i sent him a dude i sent sal a screenshot last night like four or five times a day this is just for an example. I sent it to you too, didn't I? So four or five times a day, I get a fucking email or a fucking DM of someone that has painted this fucking huge, like, life-altering story about their life, which is essentially like a sales pitch that they need money. I get it all the time. And it's just like... like well, that, was my, that was where my point was going to go is like... I. I genuinely love people, but I understand because, and I, and I, you know, seeing it from, from the perspective of when people are always trying to take and take and take, which happens, which when you're exposed to more people and people know that you're somebody who, well, and I've struggled with this lately because like, you know, I'm, I'm building the new building and I have to deal with all the people, the high volumes of people that just want shit from you. Now they're your best friend because you can give something to them, you know, and it, it, do, it wears on you. That part gets old. Like oh, that part- bro, you know how many motherfuckers I've heard from in the last six months because we're building that building? It's the same as you. Everybody who, when we were fucking trying, when we were struggling, couldn't find any motherfucking customers, where were these motherfuckers? Right. You know what I'm saying? But now that we can, now we're building a fucking $30 million building and they got a business that runs this, they want us to, like, they expect it. And if we don't do it, you're, you're you guys are assholes. No, motherfucker. We just have a long memory. Well, and that's why I, I like what I've learned you know, that I really love about people is I love people that don't know who I am you know, or don't know what we do or don't know. I do, too. And you really that's like, the best kind. That's the, the thing, that, you know, when you sit down and you really start to see struggles that other people face and you get to have commonality and you get to really have and understand their struggles and then help, you know, talk through them. And then you build that bond. like. <laughs> To me, that's what you crave. That's what, like, the randomness and the, I mean, you know that I do, like, the randomness of talking to people. I'll talk to fucking anybody. Dude, I, I can remember specific conversations that would otherwise be meaningless conversations with people that I never met only because 
they don't know who the fuck I am, and they talk genuinely to me. Way more authentic conversation. No, so, like, I'm going to tell you an example. So, I remember this year when I was in Idaho, in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, for Arte Syndicate, and the first day we got there, we went out on the fucking patio because we got there, like, three hours before we could get into our rooms. There's all kinds of people that are in our group out there, and there was a couple in the corner that were not in our group. And so... I was standing between the couple and the group, and the guy who was over there, he's like, hey, what the fuck is all this shit, man? Everybody, like, <laughs> all these people, they're all wearing the shirts, and what, what is that thing? What is that? And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a business group, and I explained it to him, and, I, and he's like, oh, so why did you join? He didn't know that, like, it was my group and Ed's group. He just thought I was a dude that was there to learn some shit, so I just played along. And I'm like, well, you know, we learned this and this and this. And he's like, fuck, that's really cool. And, dude, I never told him, like, hey, like, you know, I'm the fucking guy. Like, I never did that shit. And he started telling me about Tarzan stuff. No Tarzan. Dude, I was just keeping it cool. And it was really cool because, like, he was telling me all about, um, you know, his family and his business. And he ended up being an entrepreneur. And there's a lot of wealthy people at that lake. And uh, he was telling me about all the shit he did. And we had an awesome conversation just about, like, bullshit you know and his name was jim i remember the guy's name you know and we sat there and we talked and and i but i those conversations are so rare for yeah. me at this point that conversations that don't have an agenda of some sort or a context of some sort that deals with me either controlling or directing someone's future or paying them or or benefiting them in some sort like dude i don't have them mm-hmm. and so like they stand out to me because of that you know, and, and that's why I know the value in it. And that's why when you said 30 minutes, what would I do? Well, fuck, I'm going to go find some random motherfuckers I don't know to talk to so I can remember that there's some nice people out there. Yeah. You know? Good stuff. I think uh, I think we should probably end on that. But uh, before we do, Sal, how do you keep your marriage romantic? Take them to hotel rooms, babe. All right. Well, we already answered that, didn't we? <laughs> more hotels, more often. <laughs> I like hotels. Sex um, on the beach. That's why they call Sex it the, the hotel. That's right. You know what I'm <laughs> Vaughn, what are you going to ask me that question? Va- hey, listen. No, we should I'm, look- I'm not going to ask you that we, question. We should, you know, well, what's funny is he, he talks about how he learns from all his mistakes. He he, does, he fucking failed on that one. No, no, I'm I'm a total total success now. Oh, yeah. I learned. Well, there you I'm go. I'm not anti-marriage. I'm not anti-marriage. Marriage is really, really great. But I haven't been married since 1985, so... Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only date he remembers. He doesn't know your birthday. He doesn't know my birthday, but he knows that fucking day. <laughs> I was married twice. It cost me a lot of money both times. And it's going to cost me no more money. <laughs> so, but number three... Hey, wait. Don't you have a song about this? Yeah. Yeah, give me some money, give me some money for me, 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 not you, you, you. Give me some money. <laughs> but I, but I, I do. I, I think there is a By lesson. By the way, that's that song is fucking famous in these parts. Yes, I, I there's a lesson here. You know, we we grew up and we, we didn't grow up in like a bad, you know, abusive, divorced childhood state, which a lot of people do. But you know. I, in my life, like I didn't want to be divorced, and I wanted to ha- raise. No, but we did grow up in a divorced family. No, 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 of course. No, I'm saying you these- said you, the may, the way you said that made it sound like we didn't grow. Sorry, up. Sorry, yeah, yeah, we grew. I don't have. I really only have one or two memories of my mom and dad being together, so I don't really even yeah. know it any differently. Right. Um, but like, I think for me, you know, I think this is a product of environment. You know, just because you grew up one way doesn't mean you have to be that way. You know, and so Absolutely. like, I always wanted to be married, and you know, and and be in that household environment, and raise my kids, and do all that stuff. It's not how I was raised, but it's what I wanted. And so I had to make that change. And so, mm-hmm. 
you know, that I hate to say it, but the teacher of being a dog is sitting to my left. He <laughs> taught me the basics on how to be a dog. I learned the basics. The, the, yeah, <laughs> I got the I got the uh, the Arte version of dog. <laughs> By the time I was about sixteen, I thought it was a rabbit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you know, then I realized, hey, I had to make a change. You know what I mean? I had to get uncomfortable, make an adjustment, and then go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so I think it's a good lesson for just because X Y Z does not mean that's what you have to be. Well, right? I think it alternates generations. I mean, dude, if you look at like even like wealth, like. Wealth alternates generations. It's pretty. It's actually like you can look it up and see it. If people are self-made, they they the the second generation business usually fucks it up, and then the people their kids see it fucked up, and these kids say, "I'm not going to fuck that up," and they go out and create it again, and it alternate. That's typically how that works. It also seems to work like that. I don't know the stats, so I could be fucking totally wrong. But with divorce. I see a lot of people who have happily married married parents. They end up with divorces. Then the kids of theirs end up not wanting to divorce, so they end up with the happily married situation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I see a lot of that. I don't know how what the statistics are or anything like that, but I mean, and obviously, it's an you observation that, that I notice in real life. Yeah, and obviously, you would agree that if you happen to be the Son or daughter of a happily married couple doesn't mean you absolutely have to get divorced. You yeah. know, it, it, but, uh, no, it would be interesting to see the stats on that. Yeah. I was going to say to, to, to <clears throat> kind of get myself out of hot water here if I am. You, you don't have to justify yourself. <clears throat> hey, you did good. But my last girlfriend, I've, I've been with the girl I've been with now for 20 years and, and I could easily have divorced her a couple of times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, would say that. I think you tried to. Well, I no, think what you're, I'm, not, I'm not married yeah. to her, but, 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 but she that's tried to it. divorce you and you went crawling back. Yeah, Do you remember that time, Sal? Fucking uh, when when he got home from Nashville and and he went in the house and Wendy packed up all his shit, told him to get the fuck out of his own house. I, I remember <laughs> no, like it was yesterday. Happen. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Oh, yeah. I remember getting a phone call, somebody all panicky, panicky. Yeah. What do you put? What was on Facebook? <laughs> Dad, I don't even know who you're talking about. Look, he's fucking no, freezing wait, up. None of this shit happened. They're making that stuff. <laughs> up. They're making that as bullshit, man. Jim, I just fact checked it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got some for you. I can't say it on radio. Or on this We're not radio. on the radio. Well, I can't say it on the, on the internet. If, if, this point, if, if this point hasn't been made already in, in the course of this conversation, obviously I've human, changed my hu- ways. Human beings are complex creatures, and we're I not going to be. We're not going to be good at everything. No. We're going to be. We're going to excel in certain aspects of our lives, and we're going to. There's going to be other areas of our lives that are areas of growth. But uh, you should always uh, be growing. Yeah, you should always be growing. And speaking of growing, uh, got a new uh, new feature on uh, on AndyFrasella.com that you can maybe drop some information for the, the Andygram. The Andygram. Oh, oh the Andygram. Yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah. So basically, uh, it's my new blog platform that I'm going to be posting all my meaningful content on. Um, I'm tired of my, you know, the things I write on Instagram and the videos I post, I don't feel like Instagram is favorable. I know for a fact they're not favorable towards my style of content. Um, and so I just pull it on, put it over on the blog and I'm going to deliver it to people every day. And, uh, you know, it's just the same kind of stuff, but evolved, you know, the stuff that you guys are used to seeing is four and five years old. You know, there's a new, there's, there's a, there's a new skill here. I've practiced a little bit over the time. And uh, I'm really excited about the content I'm going to be putting on that platform. So uh, if you're into the personal development, uh, I want to learn how to fucking win shit, which is the MSCEO project, you know, um, 
a lot of similar content over there, but also mixed with our kind of content here, you know, just real life shit. More, more so, dude, just kind of think of it like a blog, but with pictures and videos and stuff. And, and uh, basically, it's a fucking blog. I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you want to find blog. it, yeah. if you want to find it, it's andyforsella.com. Final words, Sal, Jim, Andy, we're going to wrap it up. Life's like a tree. You're either growing or you're dying. Nice. Jim? It's just been fun today. It's been fun to be with the boys. And if we had a few beers to go with it, it would be a lot more fun. <laughs> There's been some. You didn't have any beers? No. <laughs> no, listen, no. I'm, I'm uh, in. It's about... fucking late enough for beers. It's 2.08 p.m. No, I got to brag. I, I, I'll, I'll have a commercial here for my transformation. I'm down 22 pounds. You are? Yeah. That's pretty awesome, yeah, look dude. Look at this. Look at these. I can tell you're getting more jacked. Here, yeah, I can tell you're jacked. Your chest looks kind of nice. I'm, you know. Yeah. What, what do you think? You want to sell one of them titties, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Dad, if Vaughn's asked you to put on a, a, a furry costume, watch out. <laughs> hey, no. you want to dance? No furry for me. All right. Well, so, Jim, that's it? That's it. What that's do you it? want, man? Nothing else? <laughs> okay. how, much, how much am I getting paid today? <laughs> <laughs> Same how you got paid yesterday, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Andy, final word. Ah, look, man, you guys out there take a shit too serious. Like, you know, don't worry about what other people are doing or saying, you know, and try to figure out what it is that you like. I think there's a lot of people out there trying to tell you how to live, but what they should be telling you is go out and how to learn how to live in the way that you want to live. And, uh, you know, that requires different contexts and different versions of you all the time and that doesn't mean you're being fake it doesn't mean you're being inauthentic it doesn't mean you're being disingenuous it means you're applying the tool where it needs to be fucking applied and that's perfectly okay so don't feel like you need to put on a furry costume to go out and dance your ass off or hang out with people because the reality is is fucking everybody wants to do that anyway so don't worry about what other people say and the people who are keeping you, you know, that one guy who said that one thing to you that one time that has you thinking in the back of your brain that you can't do this or that or this. You know what? Fuck that guy. That's the final word. So if you like the show, share it, like it, tell someone about it. You know, we don't run ads on this podcast. We didn't run ads on the old podcast. And all we ask is that people help grow the show via word of mouth. So whatever you could do for us is highly appreciated. We ask that you share one share for every episode. That's kind of like the honor system, and that's how we do it. And uh, if you guys could do that, it'd be fucking amazing. And that's the show. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next time. Hey, told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm going to get millions. Watch this. In the project living.